Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. They're the best. Oh. I love those guys. This is my friend, Mac. This dude says he would pay for video of Shuttlecock Mac. This is my friend, T-Bone. Um, I'm going to kick your butt, Nate. You're listening to the Mac and Bo Show on Mac and Bo Radio. Good Friday morning, Charlotte. Welcome aboard. We have made it. We have made it to the final day of the week. We will finish strong here, or at least attempt to do so, on the Mac and Bone Show on a Friday. We got things happening, man. The combine underway last night. Defensive linemen. Man, there were some freaks on display physically, no doubt about it. Linebackers. Today, you will get uh, the tight ends. Probably a little Panther fan interest there. DBs as well. And then quarterbacks and the wide receivers. Can't wait to see these wide receivers tomorrow in Indy in the Combine. We have the Hornets last night. I think I think it's a good thing we're done with the Bucks. <laughs> I think we need, to, you. We, need, <laughs> we need to move on to non-Buck competition. We'll do so tonight against a Sixers team that has just been struggling without Embiid. So that maybe that'll be a little more our speed. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the new Hornets GM, Jeff Peterson. Um, the talk that's that Steve Clifford very well might get, you know, another year to come back and see what he can do with his Hornets team next year. How does that sit with Hornets fans? Steve Clifford answers a question about LaMelo Ball's injury. We might know less. We might now know less about his injury after the answer. <laughs> we have to have a conversation about how we all feel about what's going on with LaMelo and how the Hornets are handling it and all that good stuff. We'll get into that thing. I got a top five list bone that everybody's going to agree with. Everybody's going to agree with my top five. I'm so sure. Um, that's coming up on the show. We'll have a little, mm. we'll have a little fun today uh, here on the Mac and Bone Show. Flound Dog in the house. Uh, and we certainly will do this show today, Bone, while thinking of our guy, Mark from Gastonia, still in the hospital, and he's battling, man. He's got a fight on his hands um, from a health standpoint, but I know, Bone, you you were rounding us all up to do videos for him, and I think uh, because of you, I think his spirits got raised a little bit yesterday, yeah, man. You deserve not, a lot of credit for that. No, it's not because of me. It's because of him. It's because of the the status that I think he now has with a lot of listeners, Mac, I, I could not believe yesterday the willingness of not only uh, people of uh, of a famous variety, because if you're following along, he's a Florida State fan with the UNC. So I texted Charlie Ward just to try to give him a little pick-me-up, and Charlie Ward did it on a video in about two minutes. So I started thinking, man, can more people that are sort of in his orbit that he likes? And then Paul Feinbaum did one, and Pac-Man. There's, there's about... 
20 people overall that have done videos, whether from here or of a celebrity status, yeah, there's cool. a lot more coming that might blow his mind of, of who could be sending videos in the next day or so. But I, but I was moved by that, that the willingness of, of people that are busy to take time out for Mark. But then I checked my Facebook and that's where all the listeners kind of reside. Right. And I, and I didn't check it for a while. Mac, I must have scrolled for like three straight minutes of comments about Mark. Yeah. It had to be over 300 comments. We're talking about listeners, other media members. It, it 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 went on and on and on and on. He has gone from a a guy that calls a radio show to someone that is beloved by, I believe, the, m- most of the entire audience. Yeah, that is awesome to see, man. Because listen, we bring them they all. All means something. Every single thing you say to him, whether you're a listener, you're famous, whatever it is, every single thing has always mattered to him. And it really matters now. Oh, I'm glad. I'm he glad. cried when Flounder did a video for me. He cried all day yesterday. I'm glad. I'm glad that he's feeling touched, man. Hopefully, it helps him kind of get through this. March from Gastonia in the hospital, and has been for the last few days. So we're praying for him here. And I love the fact the audience is responding. Because listen, he calls in, and what's the default setting? We all goof on him, give him a hard time. What the heck are you talking about? But it's nice to see, man. Like when he needs everybody, everybody is showing the love. And I guess his. Partner in crime on the pep talk, Sirloin of Beef, has a pep talk video yeah. that could be headed his way. So uh, that's pretty cool. So anyway, we're thinking of Mark as we do this show today. Yeah, the Charlotte Comfort Systems temperature right now, 44 degrees. Choose local, choose Charlotte Comfort at charlottecomfortsystems.com. Max, shout out to Bob's sister Christian, the original number 44 for the Panthers. Other guys, Mac, to wear 44 in Panther history, Derwin Gray and Chris Hetherington. Matt, any idea who the current number 44 is? J.J. Jansen, baby. J.J. Jansen. John Jacob Jingleheimer Jansen Schmidt. <laughs> all the other- I'm surprised that there's other guys that – I thought J.J. had it from day one here. All, <laughs> all the other 44s don't matter to me, man, other than our guy, J.J. All right, so, Bone, uh, the Hornets last night, and, and and this was the best they played the Bucks all season. I'll give them that. Um, uh, they ended up, although they were down 20 for, for a bunch of the middle portion of this game, they rallied to cut it to 10 late. They got, they got Eric Collins and Dell thinking at the end of the game, bone, we got to stop here. Dell says we got to stop here, go down and get a basket. It's a classic. We got something here. We, we now call it a classic Bertons rally. <laughs> Bert, oh, EC loves some Bertons uh, threes <laughs> to cut the deficit. Uh, but uh, that's all they could do is get it to 10. Milwaukee then hit a shot. It was Beverly hit the shot. They ended up winning by 12 last night. Watching, I mean, this, every fan goes through this, but watching your NBA team try to stop Giannis when he is driving downhill, is just one of the most helpless feelings. I mean, it's... He's, then, a, he's a bowling ball with steak knives for Eric Collins. Is, he did say that last <laughs> night. Like, I just don't know how you stop uh, him. It is absurd. Um, and he was killing us. Although, I'll say this, though, Bone, and Cliff said this in a post game. it wasn't just Giannis and Lillard. In that first half, everybody was driving the ball on us. It was really bad. Like... They got a lot better defensively in the second half, only gave up 41. But when you take into account the last game and a half, at at halftime last night, I was thinking, the last game and a half that has not been the number one ranked Hornets defense bone from the previous six games. And and I know it's against the Bucs. They scored uh, 97, 80, 85, 99 uh, in the last four games last night. It wasn't just the Bucs, as you stated. 
three starters for the Hornets combined for 23 points. Uh, that's not going to get it done with three guys in the starting lineup only have 23, and Bridges only had 15. He got off to a slow Six start. Six of 18. He didn't Very score. Inefficient. He didn't score, I, I don't think, until the second quarter. Mid-second. Yeah. yeah, so you had three starters not doing much. Bridges was inefficient and didn't score until the second quarter. And it's not like Brandon Miller went off. I mean, he had a night. He had 21. But it wasn't like anyone on offense was carrying anything going on either. And then when you're trying to stop Giannis, Mag, it's crazy because Giannis, I felt, was headed towards one of his 40-point games. I thought Giannis was going for like 40 and 20. He only had 25 and 10 because I don't think he had to get all that. But he had 18 and a half. Yeah. I only thought scored he was, six in the second half. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, man, pardon me. We getting emotional on us here? No, I'm just trying you to sound get that, like a boy. I got you, Kermit in the throat. You sound like a bowling ball with steak knives in your throat. <laughs> trying to get that frog out of there. Um, but it was the first half defense, and the game was a wrap. You give up 70 at the half, the game's a wrap. And um, uh, unfortunately, although I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, they got to 13 in the third. Like, they tried. Yeah. They, tr- they They fought. It was a much better effort than the game in Milwaukee. But like I said, I just... I don't want to give up on like the whole new look Hornets. They're they're entertaining. They're worthwhile. I don't want to give up on that just because the Bucks, you know, mollywopped us a couple of times. But I, I I'm I'm curious to see tonight's game bone because the Sixers have lost. I think it's like 12 of 16 or something. I mean, since that Embiid injury, as you would expect, they have fallen apart. So I I feel like this is a game tonight we can compete in. I thought it was kind of weird, and they did cut it to 10. But I did think it was kind of weird that with a game tonight, Cliff kept the starters in, like the whole, like three of the starters in, including Miller and Bridges, the whole, like the whole way to the end. Yeah, I was that, kind of surprised by that. Yeah, on a back-to-back, normally you get the guys out of there, especially back. Philadelphia was not playing a back-to-back. Yeah, they're just waiting yeah. around. And, and yeah, they got a chance tonight because one of the all-time Hornets uh, killers in Embiid is not in there. So, I mean, they can win the next two games. They got Philadelphia, Definitely. Toronto, Definitely. but the offense has to show up again here at some point an efficient consistent offense it's been real it's been almost pre-trade deadline watchability here in the last three four games only 30 percent from three last night curry and williams were good off the charlotte boys what is what is what is oh, ec I, call them the sardis road special yeah they, anytime they combine on a basket the sardis road special down because of course charlotte <laughs> christian providence day their schools both on sardis road but they combined for 30 the bench had 40 so the bench I thought was better than it had been last night, but you nailed it with the starters, man. Um, three starters in, in single digits. Miles Bridges, 618. Miller led the way with 21. How about that Giannis pass? Or I guess it's a pass, whatever we call it, where the ball deflected to him and he back forearmed it volleyball style. To See, did you think he did that on purpose or did you think he just put his arm up and it just happened to hit I, it? I think I don't think he did it on purpose, but it was just one of those. Only against the Hornets does Giannis flail his arm up. It hits off the back forearm yeah. to Willard right in stride. I mean, it wasn't like Willard had to catch it and move. Right in stride, and he hits it. No, that was absurd. That, that, that's, that, when, that, that's when Giannis was going nuts because that's when he was being a bowling ball up and down the court. He too. was. Uh, the, he was. Um, there's no doubt. Um, there was one. He made Miles Bridges look horrible on one drive. I don't think Miles Bridges moved his body like one inch. Oh, it's like, dude, Like I, 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 he, I think he set up to like take a charge at like the foul line. 
And Giannis said, I'm just going to go around you. Like it, 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 there it was bad. one in that stretch bad. where Giannis got that head of steam and Brandon Miller was in his way. Yeah. And Brandon Miller, it was almost like watching a, watching a guy when the big wave is coming. But Brandon <laughs> Miller's like, okay, back it up, back it up. Oh, oh, I'm going for it. Brandon Miller's like, I'm not, I am not getting in the way of this thing. Unlike Bridges, he moved. He got in front of him. He him. did. He and did. It's just sometimes, he, nothing, nothing he can sometimes do. it doesn't even matter. Uh, we'll talk about the new GM, Jeff Peterson, young 35 year old GM, or not GM. Head of basketball ops, um, uh, and uh, he was the assistant GM with the Nets. Uh, the tie-in here, and the reason why, Bone, because I commented yesterday, I said, man, Jeff Peterson's name has been out there for this for, to replace Mitch Kupchak for over a year. I said it's been the one constant uh, on all the candidates' lists. And uh, the reason why is he was with Rick Schnall in Atlanta when Rick Schnall was a minority owner there. They know each other personally. So there's that's not a coincidence that he has been on the radar of Rick Schnall and ownership since, like you said, Woj talked about it before those guys were even owners. Yep. It, it was it was being discussed that Jeff Peterson could be the next GM. Those guys already had an idea bone that they that they wanted this guy to run the show. I'm excited to see where it goes because we got the youngest guy, Mac, uh, running a team now in Peters at 35. We've got owners that so far I, I like what I see in terms of. Being active, not stagnant. There's a little energy there, Mac. They're out at times greeting fans at the arena. Like there's an energy here, and I can't wait to see how this works out. There's a fresh energy, fresh eyes that this franchise has needed for a very long time. Yeah, and, and I don't think it's going to be stagnant. I don't think they're going to be willing to accept. Hey, let's just get to the play-in. They're going to uh, want to advance and be a contender. If they wanted to go point. to the play-in, they would have kept the band together. Yep. You know, for the umpteenth season. You can tell that they, they, they there's a changed mindset on how to do it. They did, quite honestly, what many of us have been calling for for years now, right? Um, one other thing I want to mention, big news yesterday, Caitlin Clark, one of the greatest women's basketball players of all time, is going to the NBA, or WNBA. It would be really big news she's going to the NBA. Yeah. There was uh, a lot of talk that because of NIL, that she might stay in Iowa and keep playing. Um, the Indiana, is it Fever? Fever, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. They have the number one pick. They must be ecstatic in Indiana. And um, also notable bone is that Darren Ravel uh, embarrassed himself. Oh, I couldn't for believe For the fourth trillion time. Did you see what he was up to I, yesterday? I, I did, yes. Try, what did he say? Something like she's going to take a $750,000 pay cut. Yeah, it was a ridiculous statement. And, and people started teeing up and, and, and teeing off on him. He's one of these people that believes like all the NIL marketing money is there in college, but when she goes to WNBA, there won't be endorsements. Yeah. And, and I was, I, before I even saw him say this, I was thinking to myself, do people not think she's still marketable in the WNBA? Uh, shoe deal? But, Hello. So, uh, and, and Nicole Arbach absolutely teed off on that fool. And I don't know her to be like an arguer. Yeah, it was. Right? It, yeah, it was I like Giannis dribbling down the court and, and people getting out of her way. Oh, and he kept trying to, he kept backpedaling, man, backpedaling, moonwalking. Um, so that was, that was entertaining to see. Nothing can bring together the internet like Darren Rovell getting torched. Everyone comes together to celebrate yeah. when Darren Ravel steps in a big old pile of duty. That is true. That is true. Caitlin Clark's got a huge game Sunday against number two, Ohio State. Um, so that could be a fun this, one to I'm watch. I'm telling you, man, we're excited for March Madness on the men's side. But, man, I'm telling you, on a national level, though, too, the the women's stuff with LSU and Caitlin Clark, there's a lot of eyeballs 
on the women's game for their March band. That's going to be something, something special to watch. Combine, we got to watch big dudes uh, run very fast in very tight spandex clothing yesterday, and uh, I don't say that negatively. I enjoyed uh, my viewing, and Brandon Fisk from Florida State was Braden, an, Braden, Braden him too. Braden Fisk from Florida State was an absolute star, just like he was on the football field. This is one of those dudes where he's not like – People will fall in love with combine workouts, but they can't play football. This dude, we saw him dominate the ACC championship game when Florida State's offense couldn't do anything yeah. with a third-string quarterback. This dude is going to be a special interior lineman. And shout out to my Penn State Nittany Lion, Chop Robinson. That dude ran a 4-4-8-40 as an edge rusher, the fastest 40 ever for a dude at 250-plus as an edge. I love his name. I wish my name was Chop. You you got the name Chop. You're you got doing, T-Bone though, yeah, baby. Yeah, but you you got the name Chop. You're doing Chop Hancock. What a name that would You'd be. You'd rather be Chop than T-Bone? I think so. Were yeah. you tired of T-Bone? I don't know. You, you know. want to change? Maybe to I like need to change the meat up a little bit. <laughs> I, I got a paper cut here. I'm bleeding. Man. So we're gonna get to break. I'm gonna try to stop the. Uh, I believe the medical term is it's coagulating here. Is that the term I'm looking for? I don't know. What no, that don't means. think so. When you clot, no, when it clots, it coagulates. Uh, something in that You are a warrior, though, Bone. You really are a warrior over when there. When we come back, Mag, what do you say we take a trip across the pond for the first time today? James Plowright covers the Hornets from England, one of our favorite guys, joins us next. He'll talk about the season, the future, and Peterson as the man in charge now on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Hey, you know, I'll be right back. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Radio 92.7 WFNZ, Mac and Bone with you. Uh, getting things going here early on a Friday. Looking forward to a weekend that, again, you know, we don't have, I guess we do have football. We got the combine this weekend. You got a potpourri of stuff this time of year, man. You got college basketball, Charlotte FC in action in Vancouver. Uh, 7.30, 7.30 start on Saturday night. You got NASCAR at Vegas. You got Hornets with two games, uh, Canes in action. So you got stuff. You got a potpourri of sports stuff, Bone, which I enjoy this time of year. And I do believe, Mac, you did not mention our new professional sport that gets going in Charlotte. <laughs> Memorial Stadium was it on Sunday? I think it was. Yeah. Our Major League Rugby team, Anthem RC, was it called? Anthem Rugby Carolina, Anthem RC. Gets going. We have a major league rugby team right here, Mac. Mm. I tell you what, if I could go back in time, I would be a great rugby player. 
toughness, <laughs> toughness, yeah. fighting, scrapping. No I am the definition of rugby. <laughs> I've got a, a top five list later today of yeah. the toughest sports to play. I don't know if rugby's necessarily making it, but man, you've got to be tough, Bone. You got to have calluses on your hands, Bone. You don't, you know what I mean? Your hands are too soft to play the sport of rugby. Oh my I feel god! Like. I would love a. Uh, I would be. Uh, I think I would. Uh, I would be a great hooker. Is that a real thing in rugby? Well, yeah, it's a position. Uh, okay, I didn't realize that. I didn't oh, know. Yeah, hooker, yeah. Okay, all right. So. I think that might be the uh, the score. I think that might be like the forwards. I think the hooker score. Yeah, I think so. Okay, hey, we, we, a, we should hey, do it. Just they like always you, do. We, <laughs> we should do a station rugby game. Imagine Rickard out there be just trucking people. I think I'd like to skip that day. I gotta be gotta be honest with you. Those dudes look like maniacs, man. There is no doubt about it. All right, um, our next guest. Uh, we got to go across the pond for this one. One of my favorite Twitter follows uh, for folks that cover the Charlotte Hornets. And again, we've talked to him about this numerous times. His dedication to the Hornets cause from Manchester, England. He is British Buzz on Twitter, and he knows what he's talking about, and he deeply loves Hornets basketball all the way over there from across the pond. And uh, he's nice enough to join us this morning and talk about the direction of the franchise, the new GM. We got some interesting stuff to talk about. Check him out uh, at All Hornets um, uh, for his Hornets coverage, the All Hornets Podcast Network. And he is James Plowright. James, how you been doing, man? What's going on? I've been doing great, guys. And I will say, I was a scrum half in my day for Wilmsley Wolves under-7s rugby team. So if you have that game, you, you let me know. I'll be over. Oh, this is a ringer right oh, here, my, man. If we, we get you and um, our soccer analyst at the States and Jessica Charman on our rugby team, we are going places. Oh, Mad Cat and, be- and, and the Buzz? Oh, <laughs> there's no doubt. We would be fierce. I figured you knew a little something I mean, about we just gotta, I mean, basically, I watch it. You just got to move that pile, man. Keep those legs moving. It's, it's, it is, man, it's, y'all it's, are, y'all are insane to pl- play that sport, Plow right? Like, like, uh, American football is crazy, but there's no pads in rugby. Y'all, y'all are, y'all are crazy. And that is why I stopped playing it after I broke my ankle. Yeah, uh, I wasn't doing that for too long. <laughs> you, you wised up. You did. All right, man, let's talk about the Hornets. I know you are as interested as we are, and you've been covering kind of the new ownership and the new direction of this team. Let's start with the freshest news, and I don't mean last night's third loss of the year to the Bucks. We'll move past that, and we'll talk about Jeff Peterson being hired as a GM. He feels like a young guy. That It's it's just been a quick career ascension for him. Um, what do you think about this hire? What's your feeling about this? Look, the, the process seems positive. I mean, obviously, this is someone with links to the new ownership group. He was someone who was in Atlanta with Rick Schnell, the, the new owner of the Charlotte Hornets, one of the new co-owners. And he's widely regarded as one of the, the best young up-and-comers uh, in NBA front offices. But, look, there is always an element of risk with this. You know, front office is like an iceberg. You see 1% of everything they do. Uh, there's a lot going on underneath the surface that you don't know about. Uh, you know, Rich Cho was an up-and-comer at one time, right? Yeah. Do you remember how Rich Cho went? But oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think this will be a repeat of that situation. I, I don't. I think, you know, Cho was much more analytic space. Peterson, from everything I've read, seems to be like a, the ultimate communicator, a very good leader, um, you know, a real people person. Uh, so, you know, I think everything I've read and I've seen, it appears to be positive. Brooklyn wanted to keep him. They tried to give him a, a raise and a new position, but he wanted to come to the opportunity in Charlotte. James, this new group, when it formed here at the trade deadline, it felt like 
Cliff really found something immediately to where we said, oh, you know what? Maybe maybe Cliff's got a chance. And then they've fallen off a little bit here. But Peterson knows Cliff when Cliff was a consultant with the Nets. What what do you think of Clifford's future here in Charlotte as we sit right now? I, I still I think it's an uphill struggle for me looking forward to think that Steve Clifford will be here in future years. I, I've talked before about could there be a role, you know, he was a coaching consultant in Brooklyn. Well, that's how Jeff Peterson knows him. Could Clifford stay on as a coaching consultant in Charlotte? There's definitely things that, you know, Steve Clifford brings to a team, to an NBA team, that both the players and the fans respect. I mean, I've never seen an NBA coach who's had such a poor record in two years be so well-liked and respected by Charlotte Hornets fans. It's quite incredible, really. So I, I think there still could be a role in Charlotte. I just think if you're looking, you know, youngest lead front office executive in the league, I imagine they would want to really put their stamp at hiring, a, a, you know, a new coach that they want to bring in. And, and maybe a, a younger coach who can grow with the team, grow with him in the front office. You know, there's names that he's worked with before, guys like Steve Nash, Mike Budenholzer, even Kenny Atkinson, which obviously to go back there, oh, that yeah. could bring back a little <laughs> bit of PTSD for some people. But those are some of the names that Jeff Peterson has worked with before. Who, who could potentially get a look in here in Charlotte in the summer? I would. Uh, what, if Kenny Atkinson accepts the job verbally and bails on us again before signing the contract, I don't know if I can recover from that. Though. Uh, James, much <laughs> like much like a reality dating show, I'm not ready to give my heart to Kenny Atkinson again. Yet. <laughs> look, I, I understand. I understand. But this is my argument. Back is there any greater sign of improved organizational health in the Charlotte Hornets franchise than someone accepting the job that they refused to take two years ago? That would show serious progress off the court, the stuff that we don't hear about, that you don't see, the thing that's talked about in NBA circles. That would show real progress there if that did the case. Equally, I completely understand your point of view. That you know, For someone to, to turn you down like that, that takes a lot to get over. And that is a good way of putting it, though. Like We feel like we're headed in the right direction. We feel like post-MJ, there is a, you know what I mean? There's reason to believe we're going to do it the right way now. And that would be the Kenny Atkinson test, right? Like, are you? do we look different to you on the outside? I, I like that angle. We're just going to have a drink, Kenny. We're <laughs> just going to have a drink and see where we see where we are right now. Uh, we are talking with James Plowright at British underscore buzz on Twitter. Um, he is. Don't let the Manchester, England mailing address fool you. This man is as up on the Hornets as just about anybody on social he media. Also, he also finds Dave Canales good looking like we do. Oh, I saw, he, he saw him tweeting that one day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. I think we all share that in common. Um, James, I know you've been watching this kind of new look Hornets team five and three since the trades were made. It was five and one before we ran into Giannis and company a couple of times. When you watch these additions, which of these guys are you particular in, particularly intrigued by? Like, you know, that could be a part of this thing for a few years rather than just maybe, you know, a, another year or so. I think Grant Williams is the name that jumps out to me. I mean, for, for two years, or even longer, I've been saying this Hornets team needs leadership. It needs toughness. It needs defensive communication. It needs physicality. And those are all the things that Grant Williams brings with good floor spacing. He's a good stretch four. Um, so I think Grant Williams really ticks a lot of boxes. You know, Steve Clifford talks numerous towns about him being just a communicator out there, organizing the defense. Hold the, held the Warriors under uh, 100 points, held the Pacers to just 111 points. Uh, obviously had a tough night in Milwaukee the other night, but we bounced back last night holding a very good offensive team 
to again 111 points. And I think Grant Williams has been a huge part of that defensive shift. So he's obviously signed long term. He's a local kid from Charlotte, which, you know, I absolutely love that story. And, and he's saying all the right things, and he's proving to be very popular with the team and the fans so far. James, how worried should we be or are you individually about the the health of Mark Williams going forward? Because it doesn't appear he's going to be back this year. This is this is eye opening, isn't it? Yeah, you have to be concerned when you know when he was listed as doubtful back in what was it January, and now there has just been very few updates. I mean, Mitch Kupchak said following the trade deadline that uh, that Mark had met and the team had met with the best back specialist in the country. And what he kind of said there, I think his, the good news is it's not career-threatening or something of that nature, yeah. which everyone was a bit like, whoa, what? You know, what? Um, but, you know, what was given in terms of instruction by that specialist was just more rest. Um, and that's what they want to do. You know, I had uh, injury expert Jeff Stotts from In Street Clothes. He's probably one of the best injury experts out there in kind of the, the public sphere on my podcast. You, you can find that on allhornets.com if, if you're looking for it. Um, and he talked about back injuries at length and the, the challenges, especially the bigs have with back injuries, the risks associated with it, and the risk of surgery as well. So obviously there's a great deal of concern. Um, I know what a lot of fans will be saying is get surgery now so you can have you know longer time yeah. to ramp up for next season. But back surgery is the very, very last step that people take. Steve Kerr, Steve Nash, these guys have said it. You know, back surgery doesn't always make things better, and there's a lot of risk associated with it. So, for now, I think they're going to keep trying to rehab it, but it's it's absolutely concerning here. And, you know, if you don't know what you have going into next season, that also makes your plans for your front court rotation tricky going into the offseason in terms of planning your depth. No doubt. And he is such an important piece, no doubt about it. All right, I want to ask you, you said something that, that was interesting. You talked about the Kenny Atkinson. And, man, if you got if you got him to co- to agree to coach his team this year, it would show that, hey, he really views this thing differently than he did a couple years ago. How differently, James, do you view the Hornets? And do you think fans here in Charlotte should view the Hornets now that Plotkin and Chanel have taken over, now that they made you know some of the trades to acquire future assets, like how much more optimism sh- should we have? I think this, there is room for optimism, but it's going to take time. This isn't going to be an overnight fix. This is going to take three, four years. New practice facility, arena renovations. You know, some of the, the younger players. You know, getting a little bit more experience. Brandon Miller, whoever the draft pick is this year. Um, it's not going to be a quick overnight thing. I think that's the big thing. I think the more important thing, also more, more important than like the fans in some respects, is around the league, the perception is changing. Players, coaches, front office people. For a long time, the Charlotte Hornets have been treated as, you know, in the doldrums of the NBA. It's where, it's, you know, it's where you go if you can't get another job. You know, you don't want to sign there on a veteran minimum. And, if people can see that changing around the league, that's where I think it can really help on the court. Is It's a more attractive place to go play, to go coach, to go work as a scout. Um, and I think that's potentially just as important as anything is perception changing around the league. All right, y'all. He is James Plowright. I got one last question. This is the most important cl- question, James, for the whole conversation. There will be a pretty big sporting event going on not too far from your house on Sunday. It's the Manchester Derby. It is your Red Devils of Manchester United against my boys from Manchester City. Do you have anything for us? Is it going to be a test for my Blues? What do you think? 
Oh, uh, I don't think it's going to be <laughs> the best. I'm really sorry. You know, away at the Etihad, the way the United have been playing right now. Uh, look, if, if they could keep it within one goal, I would class that as a success, as a moral victory for them for the Man United Red Devils. Okay, um, I, I, yeah, listen. I, I think it's going to be a tough time. But, but I tell you what, if Man United do keep a clean sheet, I want one of those bottles of wine that Dean Smith has been giving out to the Charlotte FC players. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I should send you a bottle of wine if y'all do that, because it feels very unlikely. I think that um, may end up in the supporter section at some point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, we appreciate it, and uh, thanks for all the great Hornets coverage you do on Twitter, at uh, British underscore Buzz, allhornets.com as well. James knows his stuff. Check it out. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Anytime, guys. All right, there you go. That is James Plow, right? I thought he might want to mix it up with me over the Manchester uh, City yeah, United yeah, guy. Yeah, nothing. You, you got to pick and choose your max mix-up spots. No, that's well. Um, you, you can't. You know, it's like it's like heavyweight fighting, man. You can't take on every fight. You no. got to pick and choose your battles, man. I wouldn't fight that one either. Uh, <laughs> if I if I was backing his side, I would not fight it. Great content on the on the Hornets. It just it, he's I, amazing it, at what it, he does. Yeah, it shouldn't surprise me anymore. But it's just the concept of him being over there in England. And just how invested he is, like we, we've given him a hard time um, multiple times about how when he got married a couple of years back, they were in Vegas uh, uh, doing wedding and like post-wedding honeymoon and all that. And it was during Summer League and he, uh, took, he took his new wife to watch Summer League basketball games. Like, yeah. He is just a basketball junkie and specifically the Hornets. I mean, he, it's cool. His work, though, man, he's, he has an injury specialist on his podcast. Yeah, he's, that's he, good stuff. He's legit, man. I, I love James. Speaking of a guy, Mac, that's legit and we love, Flounder's here. And I think he's got a feed for us, doesn't he? That's wow. right. We got a little morning feed. Uh, the Canes were in action last night, Flound Dog. Let us know what went down, man. Oh, they were. They were. Thank you for that, by the way, Bone. That was a nice pick-me-up gotcha, on man. this Friday morning. That is. You've come a long way since yesterday's fights about the validity See, of Kyle Filipowski's injury. Don't give in, Flound. You know? He's trying. Don't give in. Do not give in. He's trying such right a, now. Such a terrible person. I like your shirt I mean, today, seriously. Flounder. You look nice today. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. See, you got to keep... Stay on the straight and narrow here. Love that hat, buddy. Thank you, um, what hat is it? <laughs> uh, what is it? The Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, yeah, 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 the, uh, yeah. The old White Sox colored CLT. Yeah, uh, I yeah. love that one. All right. So last night, the uh, Canes, well, they, uh, they they waited until the second period. But once they started getting rolling, it was tough to stop them. They scored three in the second period, take a 3-1 lead into the third. Alex Nylander for the Columbus Blue Jackets would tally to make it 3-2, but Seth Jarvis closes it out late with an empty netter. So uh, the Canes continuing to surge, uh, no pun intended there, Uh and now sit, they're still five points behind the Rangers. And I think the thing is, if you're the Canes, you just want to keep the pressure on them. We've seen the Rangers at times this year uh, sort of fall back to the mean. They just lost to Columbus and then had to struggle to beat them at home. So I guess maybe that that's a sign of something, a little bit of hope, uh, if you're still thinking that the Canes can win this division. But ultimately, I mean, the biggest thing is, is that the Canes are now nine points clear of Philadelphia. So at the least, they are going to have a first-round home uh, advantage, which I think is huge. And uh, it feels like this team, they're starting to settle in, but there's so many good teams in uh, the NHL. You had a great point. They've, they've cleared themselves of the rest of the pack behind them for now. The, the Rangers have had two major surges this year. Start of the year, and then uh, recently where they won 9 out of 10. You, they, 
They could go lose six out of seven, and the Canes are hanging right there. The Rangers are very streaky. They may have one more in them where they lose some in a row. So that, that's Now, Adam one. Gold, one other thing I saw yesterday on social media, Adam Gold said he doesn't expect them to be very active at the deadline. There's some rumors that they could potentially be looking to move Marty Natchez, which I I don't get that one at all. He's been one of their best players the whole year. I, I, I mean, I guess maybe you're trying to package him to get a star. We've talked about it so much. They need guys that can just score in the playoffs consistently. But I don't know, man. That that would be an odd move to me. It feels like he's one of their most important guys. You know what? I, I can see the future. This is happening, isn't it? Playoff Mac finally gets invested in the Canes, and we are going to have another knockdown drag out. Me against the Rangers boys in here, aren't we? Yeah. It's 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 going to happen again, isn't it? Don't oh, you, oh you're so excited. Oh, Would my just... God. The venom I feel. The yeah, venom I, I feel during those Rangers-Canes series. Canes yeah, we really thing. love you. I got a Canes thing on right now. I'm wearing Canes right now. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, settle your seat. You don't know the future, fella. All right? You don't know what may happen, right? I feel like it's coming. Also, Mac is like, I thought his name was Marty Nachos, not Marty Nation. That's what Mac's <laughs> thinking about. <laughs> the first year, my first year of following uh, of, of following the Canes with Natchez, I thought he was Marty Nikos. All right? I did. <laughs> uh, I thought he was Marty Nikos for a couple of games. Well, but it, but it, I, I got him now. Naughty by Natchez, baby. I got him now. In, in fairness, there's some names that will, in hockey look nothing. <laughs> yes. A prime example, Matt, would be your, your hockey goaltending legend, Patrick Roy. Yeah. <laughs> but Martin, we still hadn't learned Martin, that one yet. Uh, Martin Broder. Yeah, there you go. When we come back, we have a segment on hard to believe mm. NFL news and notes. Do you believe these stories? That's what we got to talk about. Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Radio 92.7 WFNZ, Mac and Bone with you. Cruising along here early on a Friday. Got a lot of fun to have here. A nice little football hoops mix on today's radio show. We got some Panthers content coming up here in the near future at 7 o'clock. Is there any position? As we sit here, get you know, day two of the combine, is there any non-wide receiver players or just a position that would be an acceptable pick, or are you wide receiver or bust at 33? Uh, we will talk about that uh, coming up at 7 o'clock. But right now, Bone Man, I got three stories that just, I don't know. They seem, it's, it's like, do I, I want to believe these stories? Put on your tinfoil hat first, do we okay? Really, okay? Do we really believe these stories, Bone? And let's, to tinfoil or not to tinfoil? <laughs> <laughs> let's start with the reports about uh, Miko Hardman um, that say 
that when he was with the Jets, he was so frustrated by his lack of playing time, lack of reps, um, uh, and the way he was being treated, um, uh, didn't like the coaching staff there, that reports this week said that he gave away the game plan to his former team, the Chiefs, and for some reason also to the Philadelphia Eagles when the Jets were playing against the Eagles. I, by the way, I think the Eagles didn't even beat the Jets with the potentially with the game plan in hand. No, the Jets won. Great <laughs> defensive effort that day. <laughs> that is that is a really that, that's really disturbing if you're an Eagles fan. Do you believe this bone? Do you believe this would actually happen? Because by the way. This is a huge, like, you should be in some real, like, I'm talking about long suspension, right? If you gave the game plan away to other teams. I'm going to, Mac, remove my uh, CLT hat right now. I am now placing on my tinfoil hat. Yes, I do believe it. You do believe this? Remember the story that came out after the catch in the Super Bowl was, Mac, he predicted the Chiefs to beat the Niners in the Super Bowl this year when he was still a Jet. Somewhere, somewhere along the way, he made the Super Bowl prediction that the Chiefs were going to win it all again this year while he was playing for another football team. <laughs> so his eyes were on Kansas City the entire time. He never fit in with the Jets. Uh, I, you know, is I mean, I do I know that how it played out? Obviously, no. Do I think that he would do something like that because his heart was with the Chiefs and not where he was? I could definitely see that happening. I mean, that's insane, man. It is. That is insane. If he did that, that's I mean, a very Jets-like story, though. That a guy's giving away the game plan to the other team, and then you win, and, and then, you win one of the games, and then the guy ends up getting traded to Chiefs. By the way, he did admit in an interview the other day he admitted to being in contract with the GM Brett Veach during the season, yes. asking, "Can you trade for me back?" He was. That's a problem, too. So that's tampering. Yes, so, yep. that's a problem, too. And if you gave the game plan to two opponents, like, I'm talking about you got to miss, like, a full NFL season, if that's true. Yeah, that is that's that is uh, man, insider trading, right, basically. Yes. That's the football version of insider trading. That's a, that's a big old fat no-no. That's freaking terrible, man. Absolutely terrible. All right. Tom Brady, Bone. By now, probably a lot of y'all saw the video. Want to know, do we really believe this, or do we think something was fudged here on this video, Bone? Tom Brady ran a 5-8 at the Combine in his 40, and then, even worse than that, remember how he looked shirtless in that damn photo at the Combine? Anyway. Looked familiar to me. He tried to he tried to, uh, to improve himself, Bone, years later. And at the age of, what, is he 46 now? He retired at 46, right? So is he... Has he crossed to 47 yet? Let me see here. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Norman Dale the third is 46. 46. Okay. Turns 47 in August. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought it was 46. So at the age of 46, there's this video he puts out where he runs the 40, trying to improve it himself, and he's like under four. He's under five two, and he was up at like five eight when he was coming out of college. Do you believe? That 46-year-old Tom Brady can not only beat his combine 40, but by that much? Let me think about it. No. You're not believing this? Absolutely. He played back 47 years in the National Football League, although his body did not take a beating like some did because people were not allowed to get near him for the most part. <laughs> but you're not getting faster after playing 20-plus years in the league. Absolutely not. I appreciate the effort, Mac, to do this. It's funny. It's worth mentioning. No shot. No chance. No, I no do, way. Do you believe this flam? Yes. You do? You do. Yes, because five eight I 
it is hard to explain how slow that actually is. That that is an incredibly slow forty time. You'd imagine that he's probably. I mean, I know it's been a year. I think he's still a guy that loves football that much, so he's probably stayed in shape. I, I could I could believe that he ran a five two. I think the more unbelievable thing is that he actually ran a five eight at a, at the combine. Did you did you see his yeah, video? That is really plotting, yeah. man. Holy, I I gotta be honest. Like both. that's you you realize I, that Rich Eisen has come close to running that 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 same number that Brady I, ran. I could beat five eight if you put a cheeseburger at the end of the day in forty. Well, I guarantee you right now, Arliss. I was the winner, by the way, backbone a few years ago. When we did the FNZ combine and did the forties, now I didn't actually, what? I didn't actually have you to, did. I didn't actually have to go against any real athletes. It was just like preppy and bone. I fell in the hallway. But I too, won yeah. the forty. Bone Dude, man. preppy used to play football, and you toast them by he that much. He was the backup holder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, here's what I think. Uh, much like Nicole Hardman, uh, Tom Brady should be punished, and he should not be allowed to broadcast professional football games on Fox. Now that exactly. I agree with. <laughs> Greg Olson stays. Brady suspended. You're not going to lie uh, to America, Brady. All right. The last story that I want to know: Do you believe this story? And y'all played home game. Y'all, y'all shout your answers at the radio if you believe these stories or not. Is this story about a lawsuit with Tyreek Hill and only plus size OnlyFans model Sophie Hall? This story, by the way, is just insane. I don't mean to laugh at this story. A poor woman broke her leg uh, somehow in this situation. But she is suing Tyreek Hill, uh, Hill and alleging that he seriously injured her. And the fashion in which she alleges he seriously injured her is just unbelievable. All right. So anyway, she signed her son up for his football camp. So it sounds like he was engaged, by the way, during this sounds like he got a little flirty with her in the DMS and invited her and her son to come to his, his place. So they, they're there, her and her son, and he's putting her son through some, uh, some drills. And then he says, Hey, your son plays O line. How about we put, let you work a little bit on the line here. And they start doing O line and D line drills. A week later, he flew her back in by herself without the kid. Oh, how about that? So they were there the first time. Second time, he flew her back in again. And, and, that's, and that's when the when, incident happened. Yes, backyard football one on one. So anyway, he says, Your son plays on the line. How about we do, how about you uh, work a little on the line here? So they start doing D line versus O line drills. And as she, her side says in the lawsuit filed, that she like got him like 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 hit him good, and he was like stunned him, and he was like mad about it. And then the next time, I, this is just I, seriously, I, I already don't know whether to believe this or not. This is insane. So the next time they run the O line D line reps, he like she and says he's mad. He blasts her and she breaks her leg. Do you believe this whole ridiculous this, story? This is the most complex one to me of the three because. <laughs> It's an OnlyFans model versus Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill back has been involved in a lot of things, so I don't have full trust in Tyreek Hill. But is she, you know, is it a, just a money thing where she saw dollar signs? Ah, Tyreek Hill, Mac, we know he's competitive, but would he fly a woman in and get that competitive in that situation? Like a backyard one-on-one? -on -one? Like where he, I, I don't know. I, I This is going to be crazy. I don't believe her. I don't believe her on this one. You don't believe her. I don't believe her on this. All right. I've got I think this might this this could be a, a, a money grab. Do here. you believe they were doing O line versus D line drills? 
Because I, I just, I, I, this is just the silliest thing. What kind of guy invites? They might have been doing something. I don't what know kind what of you guy call invites it. an OnlyFans model over and they go like uh, Oklahoma drill? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. I don't. It's play, just I, so no, weird. No, I don't know. I, know the, I don't believe any. I don't know. Man. Keep in mind, Bone. He's flying an OnlyFans model out and uh, he's engaged at the time. <laughs> Yeah, so he's up to no good. Uh, he is yeah. up to no good. Um, I don't, I, I got to be honest, I don't know what to make of this one other than chuckle. I feel bad she ended up with a broken leg somehow. But how do you not laugh at an NFL player and a plus-size OnlyFans model going toe-to-toe? Like, how do you know? <laughs> I, like, this is the weirdest story involving an NFL player since the last one. She She already had 2 million followers on the gram when this whole thing started. So she was... Pretty well. No, Mac, this did not stop her, Mac, from doing an OnlyFans, not just like a promotional video where she was um, showing her back goods uh, while on crutches. She was twerking. She, she was, was twerking while on crutches. <laughs> so You yeah. got to work. Yeah. You got to work. What do you want to take time off? You got to twerk. <laughs> yeah, you got to twerk for the cash, Boney. How do you think she gets money? How do you think she gets OnlyFans followers? She's also on OnlyFans as well. So anyway, I got to be honest. I don't know what to make of this story other than it is rather entertaining. You just got $20 from a Mr. Anthony Pagnata from Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> when, when we come back, any acceptable non-wide receivers at 33, we discuss those other positions on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.